Hey, Mitch here with today's quick geek news. Now, first up, and look, you probably haven't been able to go online today at all, social media or otherwise, without seeing it. The latest trailer, Fast and the Furious 9, or F9, or the Fast Saga, whatever the hell is we're going to end up calling it. The latest trailer is here, and woo! Does it include everything? Cars, guns, explosions, testosterone, and most importantly for Fast and Furious, family. F9, it's in the same boat as a lot of other blockbuster movies set to finally get their release this year. And that, you know, they've already shown off a lot of their great stuff in, you know, very carefully planned out marketing campaigns ahead of what was supposed to be a scheduled 2020 release before COVID effed up the world. So they're all at risk at either showing the same stuff in a different order or giving away the rest of their stories. Now, Black Widow a few weeks ago, I actually think managed to cut a better trailer than any that came before it. F9 is in its own category where, well, for a lot of this new trailer, it actually looks like a different movie. Now, look, the main story beats, yes, they're still the same. John Cena is the new baddie as Dom's brother because... Of course he is. Charlize Theron and Helen Mirren are back. Han returns. But the action is almost all new. Where these movies show off their big stunt in most of the trailers here, we actually get looks at action never previewed before. So if you somehow needed further convincing, either to see the movie or not, I think this trailer is the answer. It even teases the team going to space. Yes, inner space, but still, it's the long-running joke of the franchise and where it would inevitably go. We'll find out just how far they pushed that boundary. June 17, that'll hit cinemas. News that Tom Cruise will embark on a worldwide promotional campaign for Top Gun Maverick at the end of the year. Now, I wouldn't normally mention a promo to it. It's pretty standard. Tom Cruise doing one. Also, pretty par for the course, but the word is that Paramount's recent delay of the sequel, when it was pushed back from July to November just a couple of weeks ago, it's actually due to Tom Cruise, the star and producer of the movie, wanting personally to show off the film around the world when it's safe to do so. And you don't want to piss him off. You remember that audio from the Mission Impossible 7 set? Is it understood? If I see it again, you're gone. Now, Cruz is the king of the promo tour. I actually remember seeing him at the Australian premiere of The Mummy back in 2017. He seemed to sign or get a photo with every fan waiting on this closed-down street of Sydney before then talking to every member of the media. He's also the guy that did three premieres. Not a big deal, but three premieres in three countries. Again, pretty standard. Three premieres, three countries in the same day. Cruz appeared at the London, Paris, and then New York screenings of Edge of Tomorrow back in 2014. Love him or hate him, the man is a machine. Into TV, martial arts series Warrior has received the green light for a third season, but it's being picked up from Cinemax by HBO Max. The series is already being seen in Australia on Binge, so that's not going to be changing. One day out from the penultimate episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Disney+, and composer Henry Jackman is already talking up the finale, saying it leaves the MCU in, quote, uncharted territory. Now, you would correctly argue, what else is he going to say? Of course, he's going to hype it up. But everyone else being interviewed over the last week is focusing on tomorrow's episode 5, with one producer calling it the show's best. 
But Jackman's comments should actually be listened to more than you might expect. This is the man who has helped shape the tone of the Captain America side of the universe since 2014. He scored the Winter Soldier and Civil War before coming on board the Disney Plus series. And if you're listening, you can hear that in the music, especially those Winter Soldier vibes. It reeks of it since the very beginning, and it's awesome. So, colour me excited about the state of the MCU post the end of this show based on his words. Back to the movies, and Scream 5 seems to have gone the extra mile trying to combat spoilers, even more than its predecessors. You might have heard years ago, the first film actually handed out the final script pages only to the actors that were part of the scene, and only as they needed them for filming purposes. The sequels then wrote multiple endings, just in case one got leaked somewhere. Scream 5, though, allegedly not only writing alternative endings to the movie, but also shooting them in order to stop the production team or even the actors from revealing the climax of the movie. And if any sharp, one fan has started a petition on Change.org calling for Marvel to recast T'Challa in Black Panther 2 as a way of honouring Chadwick Boseman. The late actor passed away mid last year from his battle with cancer and pretty soon after MCU head honcho Kevin Feige you might remember he actually announced the franchise would not be replacing him in the role with another actor. This petitioner however says that seeing T'Challa live on in Black Panther 2 and beyond would only help keep the legacy of Chadwick Boseman. Now the petition reads... As the first black superhero in mainstream comics and the MCU, T'Challa is literally black history. He was created in 1966 during the Civil Rights era to be the embodiment of positive black representation. His character was also instrumental in uplifting black female characters such as Storm, the Dora Milaje and his own sister Shuri. There is no more positive form of representation in black culture than strong black men and women supporting one another. T'Challa's character was only scratching the surface with his story in the MCU and there is so much more left to tell. Now the second paragraph did include links to audio which I'm not going to be playing here but you can always go on to change.org and listen for yourself but he does write, Chadwick Boseman wanted people to see the role and not himself. He believed that the roles he took on were bigger than himself and the role of T'Challa was no exception. He took on the role of T'Challa because he knew the history and significance of both the character and the Black Panther the franchise. We all should honour Chadwick Boseman for what he's done on and off screen because he was a superhero in real life. Marvel should continue to honour and celebrate Chadwick Boseman in as many ways as they wish without compromising the legendary character of T'Challa. Now, this is a really tricky one. Maddie and I spoke about this a few podcasts ago when we debriefed the big Disney investors meeting at the end of last year, that massive content drop explosion extraordinaire where Feige doubled down about not wanting to recast. Now, there really is no right answer about this, though not replacing Chadwick is probably the most right, for lack of a better term. I've said it before, I actually wouldn't be surprised to see Black Panther 2 set during the five years post-Snap when T'Challa was gone, and the franchise can then see if it can work without him. Now, of course, they would have to work in a little retconning, because I think Shuri was also snapped away. There was that one shot 
certainly in the trailer, but uh, at Avengers headquarters showing the missing Spider-Man was a part of that, and I'm pretty sure there was a picture of Shuri there as well to suggest she too was snapped away in Avengers Infinity War. But this would at least give them the time to see if the story worked without him. And regardless, come time for Black Panther 3, the fandom might feel better about a new actor coming on board. Look, let us know what you think. Hit us up on the socials at GetIntoGeek. Would you want to see a new actor in the role or should the franchise push on without him? And if you do want to sign that petition, it is on change.org. The petitioner was asking for only 7,500 signatures, which really is not going to ripple any waters whatsoever as far as the MCU goes and how much they're going to listen to their fans. It would have to be 10 times that, 100 times that for, I think, anyone to truly listen. But uh, it's certainly gaining enough signatures. It's up to 7,000 as we record this podcast. So I dare say they're going to push that number higher and higher and see how loud this can go. And now that a few other media, much bigger outlets than what we are, are picking up on this, it might make a little bit of noise at least for a little while. So if you would like to sign it, that's where you can find it. That's all for today's Quick Geek News. We'll be back tomorrow. Get into Geek.